Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction in what we hope will be a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper, the host of this podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Let me give a special shout out to to Sheldon Boyce, our assistant producer, who is actually totally producing this. Because once again, if you heard last week's episode, we have Elijah Merrill, who's part of the panel. Uh, but I like to, to point out that, that they do all the heavy lifting. They do all the work to put this thing out each and every week. And so thanks for all the hard work that you do. If you want to know more about this podcast or, or Crosswinds Church, all you have to do is head on over to our website at crosswinds.church, crosswinds.church. Well, as I said, we're in the second part sort of, of of a series. Elijah was with us last last week as well. Elijah, thanks for, for being back with us again this week. Of course, happy to be here. Um, we have Betty Ryan again with us. Betty, thanks for being here. Yep, grateful to be here. And Karen Busby, uh, this, this last week was her debut, but now now you now this is your second. So so well, thanks for being a part of this podcast. Thank you. Well, we're talking about God and His name. Uh, in fact, the summer series that we're going to head into is His name. Um, and as as we look at the at the name of God, it's interesting. In the Old Testament, there are there are like thirty two, up to thirty two names for God, uh, each having its own meaning. And we understand that God is supreme. That that um, that really He's beyond our complete comprehension. But as we said last week, and hopefully as we go through the podcast, you, you understand that that even though we say that He's beyond our, our full comprehension. He reveals himself enough so we'll know him, be able to trust him, worship him, walk with him. And, and that's why we see so many names of God in the Old Testament. He's revealing himself to us so we can understand who he is and, and give us a full picture of who he is. Um, God's addressed by many names because he really does desire for us to know him personally and to genuinely believe in him. And as we get closer to him uh, through the study of Scripture, we really gain a, a glimpse of, of just his awesomeness, to use a word. You know, it's just a, the, the all-inspiring reality of who God is. And as we look this summer, you know, I said there's up to 32 names. We're not going to look at all the names this summer, um, but we are going to look at several of the names of God. And as we begin to do that, we're going to get an idea of his attributes, you know, presenting us with the opportunity really to draw closer to him and in this series, His Name, it really provides us this, this choice, if you will, choice to, to be blessed, choice to grow in our faith, uh, choice really to, to, to grow in our walk with Him so that we can introduce the genuine God to those around us. Now, as we talk about the names of God, we're actually going to use the word Jehovah, then the description. Um, Jehovah is a Latinization of the Hebrew, Yahweh. And so maybe you're new to the faith, maybe you've always had the question, why do some people, when they're talking about God, especially in the Old Testament, we tend to, when we're in the New Testament, not use Yahweh or Jehovah, but when we're in the Old Testament, why why do some use Jehovah and some use Yahweh? And the re- reality of it is, is that when when Latin began to be the, the main scripture that people read, it was in a Latin version the Latinized uh, uh, word of the Hebrew for Yahweh is is Jehovah. And so we found really all the way up to the 19th century 
that to refer to God as Jehovah rather than Yahweh was very popular. 19th, 20th century scholars began to bring Yahweh back in. Um, here's my sort of my low-level uh, thought on this. It doesn't matter. Like, God knows if you're saying Yahweh or Jehovah, but you're speaking about Him. But because Jehovah seems to be, for us at least in the Western Church, a more recognizable way of expressing God, and probably the way that if, you, if your Scripture is going to say, it's probably going to say Jehovah, then footnote Yahweh. Some will do the opposite. And, and, and it's, it's okay either way, you know? And so it, one's not better than the other. They're both the same. And so as, as we go through this, if you hear one of us say Yahweh, they're not wrong. Um, they're just they're just using the Hebrew rather than the Latinized version of the Hebrew, uh, but God's God's name. And so as we look through this, I, I shared last week. I'm so excited about this series because the whole staff is taking parts of this, and a lot of us are studying. And so I, I'm looking forward to learning as well, um, not just from my own personal study, but from what others are studying on on some of the names of God. Um, but as we jump into it a little bit, I guess I'll just open it up. Uh, open it up. Um, as we talk about Jehovah, as we talk about God the Father, Betty, as you as sort of look down a list of some of the things we're talking about this summer, what, what does that list, what does this sort of cry out to you as, as part of the teaching team? I think you look at that list and you begin to recognize that he is so many things that my, I mean, he's infinite and I'm finite. And so that's what comes to mind. I, I, I can look at all of these and I can study one at a time, but he is all things at the same time, and we talked about that a little bit on the last episode, but when you look down at those things, not only that, but he is our our means of life and support and all that we need, all that we need, you know, and he's, he provides everything that we need. I think that's what that's what I see most. And his yeah. names present this brilliant picture of just that, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Karen, how about you? I think um, one of the things that I was thinking about is as you um, as you as you begin to study, so as you begin to to understand God's righteousness, and then you you kind of go down the list, you begin to see more of Him and understand more of Him with each uh, each descriptor, each name, um, so that when you get to some of the harder things, like I'm teaching on um, you know the Lord who heals, and to when you get there, the understanding that has come before will help us understand that he is a Lord who heals, even when it's not necessarily in the way that we might picture it or hope for. Um, and so I feel like the more that we begin to look at each of his names, the more we're able to understand ones that come before it or or after and how they kind of build upon each other and um, that you can't really understand that he's a Lord who heals without understanding that he's the Lord who's going to provide, or he is the Lord who sanctifies and he is our peace. All of these different things, they really, um, while they're independent names, they really work together. Um, That's good. That's good. How about you, Elijah? Yeah, I um, <clears throat> something that I just, as I read down the list, uh, you know, we're entering into an eight-part series, and as I look down the list of the different the different names and the de, uh, the descriptions for those it, it just it brings to mind how um, uh, how inadequate sometimes our English language is <laughs> to understand some of the context of of how and when these things were written and um, and I think that that also that can play into like I don't know our our limited understanding of 
of the names of God. You know, and I love that you were just you were explaining the 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 use case difference there between Jehovah and Yahweh. And um, to someone who doesn't to someone who doesn't know that or take the time to to maybe study that and learn that that can be confusing. And it's, and you look at you're like, oh my good, eight names for God that we're looking at. You know what I mean? Up to thirty two names of God. I don't understand. Well, no, no, no. It's yes, they're there, but it's because of the 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 up to thirty two times we see in Scripture that that God's God's characteristics were poured out in the things that He did for those people, and then so much so to a fact that the people were were proclaiming Him as as the God our peace and as the God who heals and so much so. And um, there are not, I don't, there are not 32 names of Elijah. You know what I mean? Like there's, I do not present enough of something that people are like, you know, he's the Elijah who does the soundboard, you know, or he's the, you know, and, uh, and it'd be so inadequate for like, for anybody to, to say anything like that. You know what I mean? But just to look at but it's interesting. Let me let, let me let me stop you there for a minute because you showed a picture of yourself, which I wish we could show, but since this is only an audio version, we can't. Hmm. You should have seen how long Elijah's hair was. It was it was quite impressive, <laughs> quite impressive. Uh, and we figured that that picture was shown what a year or so before it was taken, like a year or so before I got here. Mm-hmm. So I've been coming up in August. I've been here nine years, and, and so you talk about the fact that people don't know you like that. But think about it this way, you know. So when I first got here, I didn't know you at all, right? Didn't know you at all. Never yeah. heard of you, nothing. And then all of a sudden, we're working together. You know, I'm just going to pick on you for a minute. Um, and 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 all of a sudden, I realized, wow, you know, I, and I'm saying this not as as just description, just throwing it out there. This is who Elijah is, as I know him. Um, I look and I go, man, that Elijah is a servant. Like that jumped out right away, you know. Elijah's like, stop right there. I can't, I can't, because I want to <laughs> have to make a point. So there's more than that to you, because you, you you like everyone else is is not a one dimensional person. Mm. You know, Elijah is a lover. He loves people. I mean, he has a genuine heart for people, you know. Um, you know, I've known this about you, but I know it more because we're doing sort of this book study, just you and I together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elijah's a learner. Uh, he really is. And, and I could go on and on, but he's sort of staring at me. It's getting uncomfortable. But, uh, but you know, there, there's many things. And so when, I, when we look at these, what, what's really happening as we go through the Scriptures is... Someone is experiencing this particular part of who God is. Mm. It's not a different God. It's it's not a different name because all of them are either Yahweh than the descriptor, or it's Jehovah in the scripture, all according to how it's it's written in scripture. Um, but you know, if we go down the list, so someone was was experiencing the Lord, you know, in the book of Jeremiah in particular, and it's the Lord our righteousness. He's like he he understands this righteousness of God. And he he puts that down there. But God is a righteous God. It's like who He is, and you know, we we look in Leviticus and the Lord who sanctifies, and we look the Lord of peace, and that's all over the Old Testament. There's this God of peace, right? Uh, and then we have the Lord who's present, and that's in Ezekiel, and and the Lord who heals, and, and that's in a few places in Scripture, too, in particular. And and where they're at is important, right? So when we come across those things, it's like it gives us context. And, and context, if you've ever heard me share, is king. Like Context is king. We always want to know the context. It's what keeps us... Keeps us on the on the straight and narrow of, of 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 understanding what the principles are in Scripture. We have the Lord who provides. Interesting enough, that's right in the beginning in Genesis. You know, so God 
shows himself as, as a provider, Je- Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Nisi, you know, Lord, our banner. Jehovah Roe, which is the Lord, our shepherd. Uh, you know, and, and so there's, what's that about? You know, well, it's interesting. So Lord, our shepherd, surprise, surprise, is from the shepherd psalm, Psalm 23. And so, you know, just like, and that's why I sort of picked on you for a minute there, Elijah, just like I came here new, and I could say it with you and Betty and you too, Karen, as I've gotten to know you, I, there's these descriptors that come to my mind, right? And, and and they're these beautiful descriptors, you know, that, that if someone were to say, you know, tell me something about Betty, tell me something about Karen, tell me something, it'd be like, man, this is so much, and here's some things I can share with you. And so God, when he's revealing himself in Scripture, he reveals it in this unique way where there's this, like, real encounter someone's having with God, and they have to express it, but they don't just say, um, Elijah, you know? Uh, they say, you know, man, in this account, what I experienced was Elijah, the lover of people, or I experienced Elijah, the servant. And of course, they're speaking of God. So I've experienced a God who heals. I've experienced a God who provides. I've experienced a God who gives peace. And that's what really excites me about this summer series is they're not just a list of the names or the descriptors of who God is. They come from um, people's experiences with him. You know, they're mentoring us. I love to say that my, you know, I have mentors who I've met here on earth, and then I have all the mentors in scripture who pour into my life every time I get into the word. And, and they, they mentor me in this way of saying, hey, in this experience, this is how I know God. And it just causes me to want to look around in, in my own experience with the Lord and say, well, when has he been that with me? And as I go through that list, it, it, it's, it's sort of a powerful inventory uh, since I've been walking with the Lord as long as I have to look back and go, yeah, he is a provider. Yes, he is a healer. Yes, he is. And I love what Karen said, not always, not, not always in the way that, that maybe at that time I wanted, but because he's God, I got to trust always in the way that's needed. Always in a way that's needed, and so I cut you off a little bit, Elijah. But sort of no, that's yeah, that's rich, and it it just it goes back to I think of sort of what I was the thought that I had in the first episode, which is the these 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 names of God, these characteristics of God, have come from people's experiences and experiencing Him in these things, experiencing Him healing and experiencing how He provides for them, you know, and just how important it is to, how important and key that relationship with God is to understand Him and to perceive Him better, you know? Absolutely. And because at once you once you start to experience God for, like, in a relationship with, for yourself, those just like you were saying, those characteristics and names of him become more real to you, and it's it's it it transfers from just something you read about in a, in an Old Testament account that happened to somebody, and now you're like, this is happening for me as well in a completely different situation. I'm experiencing the God who heals, you know, and it's that just comes from that experience and that relationship with him, and so just how important that is. Um, to really to understand God, that relationship. But let me throw a question at you. As, as Elijah was talking, I was thinking, these descriptors of God, right? <laughs> He's not these things because they describe him this way. He was all these things before he revealed himself this way. 
Uh, just like it wasn't like I came here nearly nine years ago and Elijah became those things I mentioned. He was already those things, but I got to observe them. And, and so let me ask you this, you know, what comes to your mind? What, 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 what touches your heart when you think of the fact that God is all these things, right? We're only going to deal with eight. There's nearly 32. And, and the reality of it is, and probably many more we, we, that we just aren't picking up that, that are there, right? God is just is so much more than us, and, and so to say the least. Um, but the fact that he takes the time to allow us to see these parts of him, he doesn't have to. Right? He doesn't have to. He chooses to because he loves us. What, what does that spark in you? Well, I think the word that comes to mind is love. Because I love my kids, but sometimes I say, just do this, please, because I said so. <laughs> you know? And I, I feel like the Lord is, as we've been talking about around this, this um, table even today, he is all of these things, and these people have experienced these things. But if you have experienced one of those attributes of his and you can it's relatable now and applicable to your own life you know that all those other ones will be too Mm. so i can depend on what is there in god's word and uh know that i will never have to do it by myself in all of these different ways so you know you you ask that question and love must come to mind because why else would he want me to understand him so well you know he he just he gives up so much yeah yeah. Karen, let me ask you this because you sort of alluded to it. You actually just came out and said it. You were talking about the fact that you know God is healer, right? The Lord is our healer, and yet you said when we talk about healing, it, it may not be the way that we expect it. So I want to just take all the names in a general way and say, you know, the importance of context. Because I've heard people say, "Well, this is who God is," and I'm claiming this, and yet knowing context, I'm like, "Well, but what you're claiming isn't what the Scripture is revealing." You know, yeah. not the way it's revealed. And so um, what do you think about the importance of the context of these names of God and how not only we know him, but what we can expect in our walk with him? Yeah, so that's a that's a big question. I feel like obviously you said, you know, context is so important. And I think if I look at some of the situations in the Old Testament and I read you know, I've been reading the Old Testament um, myself lately, and it, when you camp there and you spend time there, it can get discouraging, right? And um, if you're in certain pieces for too long. And so you you read some of these different uh, different names of God, and, and I'm like, if he can be faithful and he can be, um, you know, present in peace in these situations when everything is kind of uh, a mess, so to speak— um, how much more can he be that today? And I think that, um, you know, it, you have to know the context of, of where it is in the old Testament, but you also have to, you know, know the full story and, and connect it back to, um, the gospel a little bit, understanding that, um, you know, some of this comes out as, you know, as foretold years to come, um, so I think that that was one of the things that I was thinking of. And then I wanted to connect a little bit to what Betty said about, or Elijah, one of them. They're kind of almost, it's like mini testimonies of what God has been able to do. And for our the people in our lives, you know, maybe we can't see, you know, how God heals in our own life, or we, we haven't seen that yet, but we can see it and hear it in somebody else. And I think that um, that's important too. I think it's interesting, you know, we talk about 
you know, in the last episode, we sort of started by talking about what the name of God meant to us, how were we introduced to Him, and and those things. I, I talked about just sort of that reverence of God's name that was implanted in me, not just from my church mentorship, but even from my parents who at that time didn't know Christ, but but still had reverence for the name of God. And and when I when I think of the fact that when we look at especially the first five books of of the Old Testament, we call it the Pentateuch. Um, those first five books, you know, where, where he's making um, uh, covenant, you know, with his with either a person who's going to become a people type of thing. Um, what who does he swear by, right? And so so he 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 does something sort of interesting there. It's all called my translation. You have how it's worded, but in essence, in each of those covenants, he says, "I swear by basically myself, yeah. like I swear by name my name," you know, and and so. To me, that 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 is so insightful that when we think of the name of God, it, it's not just a name, right? It, it, it's 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 like the old "put your hand on the Bible." That book isn't what we're looking. At. You're saying by all the truth that's in this, I'm going to be a truthful person. And so when God is is making this these amazing covenantal relationships, right? He. Um, he can only use his name. Like everything else is faulty. Everything else will let you down. Everything else is 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 is, is sifting sand, right? Um, but his name is the only bedrock, you know. But isn't going to be shaken. That's established. And and anytime I read that, I sort of chuckle, but I just chuckle with some reverence and awe of realizing that God's like, you know, you know, it's, I'm not swearing on my mother's grave or things like that, that that you may hear in our culture. He's like, you know, look, I'm swearing by myself. And I am faithful, and I am true, and as, as we look in Scripture, I've revealed myself in all these ways to you. And of course, the culmination of that revelation comes in, in Jesus Christ himself, God's one and only Son, right? He, he's, he's God walking among us. And if you want to know who God is, he says, Jesus says, if they know me, they know you. You know, if, you, if they know me, they know you. And then, and then he gives us the Spirit of God. And Elijah, you talked about this in the last episode. You're like, you know, well, my parents told me this about God, but when I came to Christ, all of a sudden I started to really know him for myself. But the reality of it is we can know so much of God without his Spirit's work within us because the Spirit's always working. So if you're not a follower of Christ, the Spirit's still working to draw you to the Lord. But there's something unique and powerful about when you say yes to Jesus and his spirit begins to indwell us and teach us. One of the things the spirit does is teach us. And so as we're in this series, God himself that resides in the believer is going to be the one teaching us about himself. And to me, that's, that's uh, it's a little beyond comprehension, but yet I comprehend it enough to go, I can't wait to dig into this series. I just can't wait to see what God's going to do, um, not just in my life, but in the life of our church family and those uh, the guest, you know, friends mm-hmm. who who come out and participate in this thing. And and so, you know, as we sort of wrap up our time together, I want to we'll sort of go around the circle here. Now, if, if you're listening to me, you don't know what the circle is, but you'll be able to guess when you hear each person who shares where we're sitting in, around this circle. But Betty, we'll start with you. Teaser, come on out, be a part of this series. I just think there's a vastness and. Um, uh, to begin to touch the surface of understanding, uh, you you can dig into this with us. And then I'll say whether you're a newer believer, someone who's seeking and understanding, or whether you have been um, with the Lord um, and desiring a deeper understanding for years and years and years, there's more. And so don't be don't be fooled by that. Don't stop at any given point. Continue. Continue to learn. Yeah, I would say... Um... 
as excited I as I am for this series, I'm excited. I just look down at just how many different books and passages throughout Scripture we're going to be jumping into. I'm excited to see how God works as we dig into so many different parts of His Word. And so my encouragement to you would be as you come, whoever you are listening to this, and I love how Betty said, if you're a new believer, a seasoned believer, if you're curious, whoever you are, um, we we want to we want to be there to help you to do some of this digging on your own and help to equip you um, so that when you come and you hear a message or you hear podcasts like this, you're able to 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 read for yourself and to experience the truth of God's word on your own. And so, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see um, what the Lord has in store. As so many people are are diving into diving into Scripture. Karen, how about you? I think that. Uh... One of the things, you know, you, you think certain things you, you've you heard, right, especially if, if you've come to church for a long time and have been in church. Um, so maybe for the Lord, our shepherd, for example, everybody knows Psalm 23, but we don't necessarily know, you know, how that will be represented. But I look at these other names, and I'm excited to learn more and to, to look at these different verses and to see how God reveals himself in these ways throughout Scripture. And I think that... Um, you know, there's something here for each of us every week. And I think that um, it's just an exciting opportunity to truly learn together as a church family. And uh, I'm excited about what God's going to do through it. You know, uh, one of the things we look forward to as we head into the summer is the heat. You know, we look forward to having the sun, the heat, and just sort of experiencing uh, the the sort of the now for you those of you skiers out there it's going to break your heart but the reversal of winter right to sort of be able to have that freedom to be outside and and enjoy the weather enjoy each other's company and and so in the same way I I really believe that uh, that as we dig into this series we're going to be able to feel sort of that that scriptural heat right that 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 which draws us to Christ that 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 revelation of who God is that that we'll be able to um, know him more to to be able to get excited about sharing him with others and you know one of the things I would say that you know if if you if you're here and you don't you haven't picked up by now that we believe that God is real that He's personal that He wants a relationship with each and every one of us then we haven't really done our job because <laughs> at the end of the day you know as we look at these names it's it's not just an intellectual pursuit it is that. It takes study. It takes a willingness to learn, but it's really getting to know the living God, and and, and then being sort of in all of the fact that in all the study, it's because He wants us. He wants to know us in the way of Him knowing us, knowing Him. You know, He knows us intimately, but there's something about that personal relationship He wants with us that requires us to grow in our knowledge of Him, and in letting us uh, letting other people know about Him. In fact, in in the book of Jude, uh, it's it's very clear. It says, "Through the sharing of your faith, you grow into greater not greater knowledge of who God is." Right? This is this this reality there. And so, my, my guess is, my prayer is, my my belief is, is by, by the end of this summer, that any of us who dig into this are going to be closer to the Lord. We're going to be stronger in our faith. Um, we're going to be walking um, in, uh, more securely in the promises of Scripture. And so if that's something that's appealing to you, be a part of it. Come on out and invite people to be a part of it, too. It, it'll be worth worth your time. Uh, his name, our summer series, uh, getting excited to kick that off here very shortly. 
Now, as always, I just want to invite you to join us next week. These podcasts come out every single Friday. Um, and so you can pick them up on any of your favorite places to pick up a podcast. Let your friends know about this podcast, especially um, those who may be having questions about the things that we're discussing. Um, remember to check out crosswinds.church. That's where you'll find out all things about this about this podcast, as well as uh, the church Crosswinds, crosswinds.church. For now, as always, be blessed and bless others. Oh,